A new dress code policy is in the works at Thames Valley District School Board. Dress codes were on the agenda when trustees uh, met for their uh, meeting last week. Currently, dress codes differ by school, and that is uh, about to change, which makes sense. You know, back when I was a student in Toronto, none of the schools I went to, elementary, uh, middle, or high school, uh, required a uniform, and I'm sure there was a dress code of some sort. I just could not tell you what it was. Uh, I was never the uh, the flashiest of dressers or the most risque, so it was kind of uh, not something that ever entered my mind, but it's a really good conversation uh, to have. And uh, from reading about what's happening here in uh, London, there's a student element to this as well. Student trustees have um, been, uh, I guess, been saying some young people have been asking for uh, there to be some sort of, uh, you know, uh, uh, uniformity in terms of across uh, the entire board in terms of uh, dress policies, uh, dress code policy. So uh, Laura Gonzalez is a trustee with the public board and joins us now to talk about this. Uh, Laura, appreciate the time today. Good morning, Dylan. Thank you for having me. I was not aware that dress codes differed from uh, school to school. Uh, yes. So historically, that has been the case. And... Uh, that has its own challenges, right, uh, in terms of understanding and enforcement of the dress code. So for this uh, conversation about uh, dress codes, how did it come about? So um, earlier in the year, so in June, I submitted a notice of motion regarding this uh, the student dress code. Um, and this was inspired by several conversations with uh, parents, students, uh, constituents. Uh, earlier also, a few of the large school boards have uh, had this discussion as well. So you mentioned that you attended Toronto, and I'm sure they had a school a dress code uh, for each school. And they actually revised the student dress policy in 2019. Uh, earlier this year, Hamilton, Wentworth School Board also did that, and Ottawa Carleton, uh, also did, uh, but although they have a slightly different process, so they are realizing guidelines, not as a policy. Uh, so as this was happening, and I was having conversations, and constituents brought this up um, about some of the challenges uh, within our schools in Thames Valley in regards to understanding of the dress code. So what will the new dress code for Thames Valley look like? So we're still in the process, and I should also mention uh, that uh, this was not something that just got started uh, with the motion. Uh, my colleague, Trustee Sherry Moore, who seconded the motion, uh, she had been working as part of the Equity and Inclusion Advisory Committee with our administration in guidelines that they had started developing uh, probably around a year ago in close consultation with some of the community representatives um, in the committee. And what the actual uh, procedure will be, will look like and the policy will look like is yet to be determined. Uh, but we did want to have a, a dress code that will support a safe school environment based on the principles of anti-oppressive, non-discriminatory, equitable, and inclusive education. So. So what still has to be decided for this to be uh, finalized? So there is a process through the Policy Working uh, Committee where uh, policies and procedures are developed and then they are reviewed 
uh, right received by uh, the Administration Council and uh, they're out for public input. And if you, you may have seen in the news that consultation with students had already started and prior to the to the develop to the approval to the unanimous approval of the motion. Uh, so it is something that uh, trustees and administration alike were aware that needed some work to be done. Um, it is quite challenging for each school to have its own dress code and for it to ensure that it meets uh, the standards of human rights. So that is something where, um, where we can work together as a board and if we have something that is uniform, we'll also ensure that uh, that uh, enforcement or understanding doesn't vary from school to school as students either move or perhaps staff move so that we all have the same understanding. So in terms of when we're putting together um, a, a dress code that uh, is uh, respective of uh, human rights, what sort of things are we looking to include so that it, it covers that? So one of the challenges with, with some of the, of the dress codes is that uh, they have disproportionately and negatively impacted uh, female-identifying students and uh, some of our racialized and gender-diverse transgender and non-binary students. So those are some of the some of the things that we are looking that it will cover. Is there a uh, timeline for when it would be ideal to have this new dress code in place? So there was not a timeline attached to that to this policy, although a lot of the work has already been uh, started. So we are hopeful that in the next uh, policy working committee we will be able to see where it is in the timeline for these type of normal procedures. And uh, just how much input has there been from students? How much input will there be from students? So there has been uh, already, you know, anecdotal uh, input from students, but we are looking to have significant uh, input from students. So that can be uh, through student trustees, through the student senate, through school councils, through um, through the consultation that uh, the Equity and Inclusion Advisory Committee will be will be conducting. We will uh, follow with interest. Uh, Laura, certainly appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. Yes, of course. Thank you for having me. That's uh, Laura Gonzalez, a trustee with the uh, Thames Valley District School Board.